Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm very pleased to have Laura Fonseca as my guest today. Laura is the clinical director at Melly Music, a music therapy private practice that provides services in the greater Los Angeles area and Chicago. She is a board-certified music therapist and received her BA in music therapy with a minor in psychology from Berklee College of Music in Boston, Massachusetts. She is currently wrapping up her master's degree in music therapy at Colorado State University. While at Melly Music, Laura has supported her diverse clientele in the pursuit of a variety of goals, including cognitive development, academic enhancement, sensory processing, speech and language support, motor skill progress, and social emotional management. She has provided services in schools, hospitals, day centers, clinics, and in-home. As a research-minded clinician, Laura uses current music therapy research to inform her practice. She views music not only as a force that unites, but also as a catalyst for change. Welcome, Laura, and thank you so much for joining me today to discuss your unique program and approach. Thank you for having me. So to begin, uh, tell me, what is music therapy? Oh, great question. Music therapy is uh, the clinical and evidence-based use of music in the support of non-music goals. So it's not just about making music, but it's actually about using music to improve or enhance or change um, different goal areas that individuals have for themselves. So you are a designated MTBC, which is a designation for a music therapist. What exactly does that mean? And what does one have to go through? What sort of training to become a music therapist? Yeah, so music therapists, uh, the MTBC is what distinguishes who is a music therapist. Um, so that means that they are certified by the Certification Board for Music Therapists. So they've gone through an accredited music therapy program um, in a college. They've gone through a 1,200-hour internship, and then they've sat and taken a board exam. And once they pass that exam, they uh, gain the credential MTBC. So it's um, not just that we have learned music skills, but we've also learned some skills in psychology, some skills in understanding different populations. So we're both proficient in understanding how to use music and how to work with a diverse range of people. All right. So moving forward from that, um, let's talk a little bit about the different benefits of music therapy. What sort of goals are addressed in music therapy and who can benefit by this approach? Absolutely. Uh, this is one of my favorite aspects of uh, being a music therapist is that anyone can benefit from music therapy, um, whether it's a typically abled individual or someone who has a cognitive delay or social delays um, or may think of themselves as more atypical. Anyone can benefit from music. So at Mellon Music in particular, uh, we work through the lifespan. So we work starting with expecting mothers all the way through end of life care. And since music is uh, so open and accessible to all people, it really opens up a way for music therapy to be open and accessible to everyone. Well, I think that's wonderful because, you know, we, we hear a lot of old expressions like music soothes the savage beast and how, mm. um, uh, how expensive 
exposing children to music in the womb can affect their development and and then young children exposing them to music, how it can enhance the growth of the brain in various ways and just have so, so many beneficial effects. Um, But what if the participant is not particularly musically inclined. Well, what if they're tone deaf? You know, how much involvement do they have? And and can someone who doesn't really have music in their repertoire um, can they benefit from something like this? They 100% can benefit from music and music therapy. Um, one of my uh, favorite and a little bit of a cliche saying, but it's a favorite. Uh, phrase among music therapists is when words fail, music speaks. Um, And it's just this idea that music is there for so many different parts of life uh, from, again, like you were saying, with children in the womb, through early childhood development, um, education. I mean, you look at a preschool classroom and there's music going on constantly in that because there's been so much good evidence to show how music can help you remember something and then can help you learn about the world around you. Um, like even the wheels on the bus, as silly as it sounds, is all about the, the physics of how a bus moves through the world and and um, what you might find on a bus. So it's, there are all these great things about using music to learn new things. Um, and so because it's so open and flexible, um, anyone can engage in it. And it doesn't matter your level or skill in music. So you can have no, no um, experience at all with music and still be a great person who can benefit from music therapy, a great candidate for music therapy. So without naming names, can you share with me perhaps a favorite success story that you have in terms of the use of music therapy and the, the advantages that it gave to one of your clients? Yes, a few, a few individuals come to mind. Um, I think of a young individual um, in an early intervention program who um, is non-ambulatory, so she doesn't move very much. Um, and she was very disconnected from the world around her due to kind of her, her stationary position. Um, and, and using music, I sort of started to use music first to help her localize different sounds and where I was in the room. And it was wonderful to see this progression of using music to um, first get her to notice me being in the room, she was not as aware of all of her surroundings, um, to notice me and then to notice other people and then to get the feedback from parents that she was looking around. And when people were talking, she was looking and listening and noticing different things going on. And then she started actually uh, vocalizing, which was great to hear too, and singing along when I sing a, a song or two and, and getting moving to certain songs as well that she finds really, really engaging. Um, so I, yeah, I think that that's one of the forefront of my mind uh, clients that I've worked with right now. So tell me, how can someone find a music therapist? And what if they're not in the areas that you offer services? What if they're not in Los Angeles or in Chicago? Yeah, so for individuals who are not in Los Angeles and Chicago who are interested in finding a music therapist, there's a wonderful resource online musictherapy.org. Again, that's musictherapy.org. And what is on that website is a, a, there's a little search bar so you can find a music therapist in your area, which is 
a wonderful tool and, and a lot of times even a search on Facebook or Google, uh, just typing like music therapist in my area and you'll see different companies and organizations that provide those services. Oh, very good. So there's really, there is a network out there that people can access depending upon yeah, what absolutely. state they live in and so on. That's great. So is there anything else that you would like to add that we haven't covered in, in any of the questions that I've asked so far? And what do you think is the most important takeaway for people to have from our conversation? Hmm. Well, I think that one of the most important things uh, to me as a music therapist and the clinical director of um, Melly Music is just letting people know the resources that are available to them and that music therapy is a service that exists in the first place. A lot of people have never heard of it and they get really excited when they hear it. And it, a lot of people just say, Oh, wow, that makes perfect sense because music is, uh, is such a motivator for a lot of people. Um, but I, I think it's just awareness that music therapy exists and that it, you don't have to be particularly musical um, to benefit from the services and that we're working on things like cognitive goals, academic goals, social skills, motor skills, communication, um, emotional skills, and overall wellness. And it's a very holistic service. Um, so I just would encourage people to look into it and see how it can benefit them and, and individuals in their family or, or their friends or anyone that they think, hey, music might be something fun and interesting to try that can also then support these other non-music skills. Okay, well, then how can our listeners reach you if they have questions or they want to know more? Oh, yeah. So for anyone in uh, in the Los Angeles or Chicago area, um, I would strongly uh, recommend that if they want to learn more about myself or music therapy, that they look up mellymusicla.com. That's M-E-L-I-M-U-S-I-C-L-A.com. Or that they email us at info at mellymusicla.com. Again, that's I-N-F-O at M-E-L-I-M-U-S-I-C-L-A.com. And they can find information about the services we provide in Los Angeles and Chicago, as well as just general inquiries about what is music therapy, what can it do uh, for me, and how can I find someone in my area if uh, musictherapy.org um, cannot provide that information, but I'm sure it can. Okay, well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for your time today and the terrific information that you've shared. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.